you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL podcast spent all of their money to buy Bitcoin. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis and I'm joined in a room filled with heroes. Connie Fox, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, people? Hey, Dan. Oh. Hey. Hey. Welcome back, Connie. It's great to be here. When's the last time you were here? I don't know. Feels like it's been a minute. Yeah, I Whoa. think it has been. Maybe a week or so. Picked a good show to come back. I'm back to bless your ears, everybody. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Greg, your thoughts. I support all <laughs> Connie Fox endeavors and initiatives. Did you but. call me Kanye Fox? <laughs> <laughs> well, man. We're, we're just talking about the new uh, album, Yay. <laughs> we're, we're split as a room, it sounds like. <laughs> Wes is yet to weigh in, but okay. the rest of the room. I. No, I cannot support that man's career. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, everybody's got an opinion. That- Kanye Fox is definitely like that could be the co- the title of your like your second album. Like you don't want that to be your debut, but you can yeah. turn into Kanye Fox. I'm going to start using that name like at hotels and stuff. Yes, that should be <laughs> the next level. Like when you get another NFL show, when you get like your <laughs> right. seventh show, yeah. you have to start using pseudonyms. So All that's right. Perfect. Um, <laughs> this is the Wednesday Hump Day edition. Oh, man. Hump day. Are we to Friday or we're closer <laughs> to Monday? You can't the, tell. The bit has extended. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You call it a bit, but you could all relate to exactly what I'm talking about right now. Has this been a little bit of a long week so far? This is the only day I've come into work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Con- yeah, Con- I mean, Con- Kanye. Kanye over there has yeah. barely worked in like a month. Kanye's got a good game over there. Kanye Fox. Yeezy over there is really. The history is. All right. All right. All right. You know, I get up here and then you guys slap me back. Listen to the gravitas in your voice. The history here. That's why the uh, 
Poconos Tourism Board paid her the big bucks. Booming now. Business is booming now. This is, yes, the hump day edition of the podcast. Uh, got some mini camp talk, all these teams and, and camps. So we'll do some updates on some players, uh, including some notable names that are holding out. An update on Andrew Luck, who, yes, my God, golly gee, he's throwing a football. He's doing it. Oh. Just not the football necessarily that you want him to be throwing. And, and we'll get to that. Uh, Reggie Bush makes a few more million dollars. Uh, bad news for Christian Hackenberg. And we're bringing it back for another year. Wheel of Destiny. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Back and by no demand. Back by not so popular demand, but back anyway. And let me tell you something. The stakes just got higher, and I'll explain later. Ooh. How could they be any lower? Well, <laughs> that's how you get Greg into a game. Good point. Yeah, raise the stakes. Raise you gotta, the yeah, stakes. you got to raise the stakes. Raise keep, the stakes. Keep it interesting. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we throw it behind the glass, say hello to Lindsay Fulton. How are you, Lindsay? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Very, very well. Are you excited for Wheel of Destiny? Because you do have a role in this as well. And I can't wait. I've been waiting for this all season. Wow. All off season. That's, when act- that's you, true. You just heard of it for the first time. No, that's not ago, true. Right? No? Yeah, but she, before Lindsay went away on her vacation, she specifically requested oh, yeah. we hold off Wheel of Destiny until she returns. So she was the one person demanding it come so back. So there was a demand. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's right. It was all me. Uh, all right. Let's do some news. I'm John Gonzalez. And I'm Colleen. Oh, no. This is off the clock. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I watched that video the other day. Great. Right? Oh, awesome. What is it? Cool. It showed up on the subreddit. Uh, what are you and <gasps> That's on the subreddit? your husband no. had a, um, a popular... Uh, you know in gangster uh, movies uh, when they talk about <laughs> swimming with the fishes? I thought it would be a lot more fun to take Colleen to swim with the sharks. There's a lot of videos. Yeah, John's doing John. His, uh, his John thing. He's doing a shtick. He's in his element. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was our, our little, little show that we had in Philly. You were paid for it? No, I wasn't. I think mm. I think it was part of John's job. Like He okay. had to do it, and then I just got roped into it. Mm. But you know, yeah. you could say that it actually led to you getting paid here. Oh, uh, yeah. And coming in once a week, like that type of situation you now <laughs> right. have. None NFL Network had access to your shark footage. I know. All, the all the skeletons in my closet. Go ahead. Hold them all out. <laughs> I feel like there's sharks out here now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Let's start with some more holdouts. Uh, Julio Jones, the Atlanta Falcons superstar wide receiver, uh, informed the Falcons that he would not be attending their three-day minicamp event uh, Tuesday through Thursday. It runs. Uh, Thomas Dimitrov, the Falcons GM, uh, said we've been in contact with Julio and his representation, uh, and they won't be discussing anything publicly about that. But Julio wants to get paid, Greg. So right there, Julio Jones uh, wants a deal. Also not at minicamp, David Johnson entering a contract year with the Arizona Cardinals, the dynamic running back uh, who missed most of last year with a wrist injury, and Taylor Luan also sitting things out. Uh, Any of these concern you at all, Greg? Well, to the extent that they could all be training camp holdouts, I think they are newsworthy. Julio's is the most interesting because he has three years left on his deal. So that is atypical for a holdout. And interesting to me because it's driven the Atlanta Falcons fan base and some of the media there 
like a little crazy. I'm surprised how pro management and annoyed at who at Julio Jones they are for a three day non padded practice in the middle of June. Yeah, it's weird because Julio Jones is like the least diva wide receiver in the league when you, when you think about all the different personalities, and he's a type of guy that he loves to block. I mean, he gets into all of the dirty work when he's on the field. So this is probably the last time he's going to have a shot at having some type of leverage like he has now. So why not? There is no reason to be concerned in mid-June for something that could be more concerning in late July. I mean, there's right. no there's no reason for concern. No, there's right no now. concern now. It just might be it's more of a preview of something we could be talking about in the middle of August. It, it's possible. Julio's is interesting cuz on one hand it's like when you sign a 6-year deal in 2015, you should sort of understand that receivers are going to pass you on the, you know, on the depth on the you know total pay right. scale he, he's relatively underpaid on the other hand it's like Julio Jones and why not go get that money right now because he probably will get it in the end even if you have three years left on your deal I saw some Seahawks fans on Twitter like Earl Thomas for Julio Jones like who says no the Falcons say no Julio Jones Seahawks fans are the worst right Earl Thomas in a in a second round picket for Julio Jones would never happen every player ever to wear a Seahawks uniform is is a Hall of Famer according to the 12s and Julio Jones he's a businessman he's a football player professionally and what we've seen in the offseason this year especially is players starting to sign shorter deals and yeah. getting back to the table quicker. And he signed a deal that now seems a little archaic. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on the flip side, signed a contract, bro. Yeah. You yeah. signed up for that enhanced security. Wait, you can't yeah. do that. And he will. He will end up playing probably under an enhanced contract. He's NFL just- contracts mean nothing. Yeah. NFL teams rip them up all the time. David right. Johnson's I, – I was interested to hear Mike Garofolo say that there's no way he's playing – under this current deal, and and Garofolo essentially said, "This deal is going to happen. They're going to give David Johnson a big contract." And sounded like both sides are pretty confident. Don't worry, Falcons fans. It's going to be okay. It's fine. Don't don't worry about it. Probably Taylor Luan fans. You know that on, on that the other side. Yeah, that is that's a major issue. Yikes! Really. Uh, I don't think that's the truth either. Uh, Andrew Luck is making progress. Uh, the Colts quarterback who just recently was removed from the Superstar Club, which we have not been able to get comment from because he has not left his home since the news that he has exited in favor of Carson Wentz. Colleen, are you aware Ooh, of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think it's I think it's tough that we haven't had a statement from him yet. Well, isn't the, Maybe this was his statement. Isn't the upcoming news story footballs. you're about to say proof that he was out of the home since we took well, him out of the Superstar that's, Club? That's actually pretty good, Greg. Good reporting, good <laughs> sleuthing. Uh, Andrew Luck is throwing footballs at uh, Colts minicamp. Uh, they're just not the ones that they use in the NFL. He's not throwing the Duke. He's throwing a high school size ball, uh, and it's a little bit lighter, a little bit smaller, uh, but it's progress. And and uh, here's what he had to say about uh, where he is right now. The goal, certainly more short term, is be ready to go for training camp to be able to not just participate, but get better. You know, <laughs> the team better go. Like see see what we can make this you know this this year's Colts. I would love to hear Andrew Luck like just read a whole Stephen King book. And also, are you going to be ready for Week One, Andrew? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, knock on wood. I'm going to be there. I'll be playing. It's. I believe it in my bones. Yeah. Wes, you have a a grin on your face. Well, he has thrown the Duke. 
He revealed that he has thrown the Duke in private workout sessions with head coach Frank Reich. This is exhausting. And that he really, swore Reich People really secrecy. into the size of the football the <laughs> right. balls he's thrown this offseason. I don't know why. Yeah, he can feel it in his bones. He'll be, be, be there week one. I'm not – you're not going to – I know you're trying to get us to bite on being yeah. concerned about all these stories, but I'm not concerned you're talking about, about it. it? Yeah. I, I, I am not trying Should to – Should we be concerned it. about any of this? No. This I mean, it is weird, subplot. though, that he's saying that he had a mental block throwing a real football. The Duke. Well, it had yeah. been a while. It had been a long time. Almost unprecedented for quarterbacks to not throw – you know, football or not be involved for a couple of years like this. The whole Andrew Luck story and everything that's happened over the past, what, what's it been now, like a year and a half? It's just so weird. It's been yeah. so mystifying. Mm-hmm. But we should be a little bit concerned, right, Wes? I'm not concerned. <laughs> if he's not out there in week one, I'll be concerned. I mean, the human body is mysterious. Actually, if, if we're reporting a couple of days leading up to week one that he won't be out there, then I'll be concerned. Uh, and a, a listener of the podcast – uh, a man named Eric reached out to me and said, hey, you guys kind of left this hanging at the end of Monday's show. Who is in the superstar club at the quarterback position? Mm. And just a little housekeeping here. It's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Drew Brees, Dangerous, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, and now Carson Wentz. That would be a crazy house. I thought you were going to say we left him hanging on the Fortnite analysis. Oh. Wait, I was thinking about <laughs> Fortnite too. <laughs> you know, I never heard anything about the Fortnite <laughs> podcast and I think that's telling uh update on Odell Beckham Jr. You guys excited for this? Ooh. Let me guess everything is copacetic. I can't wait. I'm really excited to uh tell you about this moment Press in time. on edge. <laughs> because I just want you guys to know that uh Pat Shermer the Giants head coach said that Odell's cleared to practice. He's cleared. You know, he broke his lower leg was his ankle or his lower leg? It was a lower body injury, serious one uh, last season. He did not participate in any uh, team drills on Tuesday. Uh, Coach uh, Shermer is not saying whether he will get work in this week, uh, but he is cleared. So that's not the issue, and that tells you that he's in a good health place. Hopefully, he also wants a new contract, by the way. So if you want it to practice, he could He is practice. practicing. You you could see him out there running around and practicing, just kind of the individual. Like off drills. to the side, right. that type I of think stuff? It's, I think they're – and they do this – David Johnson did this earlier this offseason. When a player wants a new contract, they kind of let him do less. Like they're not going to push Odell to do everything right now because he clearly – maybe doesn't feel too comfortable with that when he's going to be pushing for a new contract. They want him to show up to training camp. This is one that, that could be annoying during August if it, if he holds out. That feels like they're in a different place now than they were. When we were at the owners' meetings, for example, this was a huge story, and there was almost the thought that he was certainly getting traded, and now it feels like everybody's on the same page again. Yeah. Uh, a, you know, a little court news. Want to do a little uh, court news? Sure. Oh, yeah. A little jury news. Connie and I both have jury duty coming up. Yeah, I'm trying to see if we can coordinate it so yeah. we can do it together. A little, little court TV action, maybe? We That'd just have to great. delay it Jurors. to the same week. Are we? So, And then are we both trying to get onto the jury? or are we? Well, how do you I, don't, I don't know. I haven't you, thought that far. You guys won't even, <laughs> you won't even have the same courthouse, will you, necessarily? Oh, You'll probably be in Santa Monica, yeah. Colleen. And I'm downtown. And I'm at the downtown. OJ courthouse, actually. Oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Historic. It's exciting. Santa yeah. Monica one's nice. You just It's got like an outdoor sort of. Thing yeah. you can just chill out at. It's good for you. Good for you. Can't wait. <laughs> a jury in St. Louis on Tuesday ordered the Rams to pay former running back Reggie Bush twelve and a half million dollars. Um, 
after Bush suffered a knee injury, a serious knee injury, in 2015. That was the last season the Rams played at the Edward James Olmos Dome, as you remember, before they moved to L.A. And uh, a ridiculous place, a a ridiculous building. I like to call it the Edward James Almost Zone. (laughs) (laughs) And the, you know, uh, shout out to St. Louis podcast listeners. But the dome was antiquated, and I don't even know if it's occupied anymore. It's not. It's not called the Edward James Almost Dome anymore. Mm. But there was a concrete ring that circled the field, and anybody could. It was you know bad idea jeans to the maximum. Like that, you do not have a large open concrete swath encircling. Who planned that? A football field. Bad job. I think of the week before, Josh McCown, then a member of the Browns, lost his balance after being yes. pushed yeah. out of bounds. He needs right. to sue. I know. He missed the boat on this. Well, he can jump. I think he can do it now. Let's do it. It's too late. Take, Statue of limitations, Stop Greg. taking money out of Stan Kroenke's pocket, yeah. Greg. He crashes into the wall. <laughs> he injures his shoulder. Uh, but Bush suffered a bad knee injury, and it led to, which might have been – I don't know if you guys have read about this at all. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah, I have. They really – what the court case became was like a deep dive on Reggie Bush's career. And if you remember Bush, he got hurt with the Niners that year, mm-hmm. signed with the Bills, and then became one of the first players ever to average less than a yard a carry. But his, he had negative yards. Negative season, yards, I believe. Yes. Which, I don't know if it's one of those all-time records you don't want to have. Right. Uh, so obviously that was used as part of the case against the Rams that he was never the same player after the knee injury. And uh, anyway, it's really interesting. He made uh, he, he they were found 100 percent liable, the Rams. So they got to pay uh, four point nine five million in compensatory damages and seven and a half million in punitive damages, according to the St. Louis Post Dispatch. And it was the concrete ring of death that caused it. That's that's, that's what, what they, they call the lawsuit. <laughs> that's good branding. <laughs> that's good branding by the lawyer. Concrete ring of death like that. Yeah, gonna stick. it got Reggie. I remember watching that and wondering at the time how in 2015 or whatever year it was, do we have a concrete ring <laughs> right. in an NFL? Right. The same way I think every time I see a Raiders game at home, how are we still playing on a field with an infield? Well, we Ra- talked about this when it happened, I yeah. think to McCown. And then that's why when the Bush thing happened, it was like everybody threw up their hands like, what did the Rams, did the Rams at St. Louis just give up? What, what's going and on And then here? I think right after that happened, then they put like rubber padding over it. They did it. two weeks later. And and now Stan Kroenke pays. So Rams fans can be happy for that because it's coming out of the owner's pockets. I don't know if it, if we should be happy necessarily because that little wing that they were planning on building, you know, in the new digs at the <laughs> yeah. Rams stadium, the around the NFL wing. <laughs> yeah. Just, we were just going to have our own floor and we we're going to kind of, you know, how uh, GMFB, good morning football, they have that set hanging over Times Square. That was going to be us except for like hanging over the football field. Yeah, I saw the plans. Uh, They're that's, really cool. That's now out. Oh, Reggie Bush has Reggie. got our wing now. Yeah, <laughs> that money, that money earmarked towards us. Reggie's now a colleague. Be in the basement. He's a colleague here at NFL Network. Maybe we could approach him about maybe slicing off a couple million <laughs> to keep our dream alive. Of Get the half the wing back. Maybe. After he apologizes to me and Greg for ripping our top 101 free agents rankings <laughs> on air. When did that? I happen? don't remember that. What happened? Oh, oh yeah, that? wait, missed that. Let's get Reggie what on the year show. Is this? this was a couple of months ago when we had Kirk Cousins over Drew Brees. He he about had a fit on it. Greg, I mean Wes, come on, you got to bring that to me. We got to make something happen on the show. Well, Reggie is unaware of this underlying heat that is between <laughs> <laughs> the Christian Hackenberg era in Oakland already over. Yikes! The Raiders waived the former New York Jets uh, quarterback, and uh, just three weeks after Hackenberg was acquired from the Jets, 
in exchange for a conditional seventh-round pick. So whatever Gruden, John Gruden, who once upon a time saw Christian Hackenberg uh, after his Penn State days were through and saw a potential star, whatever he saw in three weeks uh, was enough for uh, Gruden to wash his hands and get his seventh-round pick back. And it is not good news for the playing future of Mr. Hackenberg. I believe Rap Sheet said that there were not enough reps to go around, and that's why he was waived, which leads to the obvious question. If there are not enough reps in June with the man who traded for you after he wrote a column saying you could have been the number one overall pick in the draft, there probably are never going to be enough reps for you ever. Yeah, Connor Cook's there. There's That's probably it for Christian Hackenberg. That's a quick that's a quick fall for a second round pick. But it happens. Like I can think of Patriots players they've drafted in the second round that don't make it to a third year. You just don't get noticed as much when you're when you're playing a different position than quarterback. I know you've heard me bring up this name before. The Bengals once drafted a guy in the second round and cut him after his first training camp. That's he didn't even make it into year two. Rough. That's not a good draft. Freddie Childress, offensive lineman, cut after his first training camp. That's not a, a good use of uh, draft. Hackenberg got a lot of, like, uh, we've talked about Hackenberg quite a bit for a guy who never hit the yeah. field. He had a might, lot of run on the show. I'm going to say, yeah, like, he might lead the NFL, like, the around the NFL history in conversation to snaps ratio because it's infinite. And sad it, we don't have a eulogy for him. <laughs> he didn't have a snap. True. And in this case, usually the Jets get talked about too much on this podcast because of me, obviously, but I don't want to talk about Christian Hackenberg ever. <laughs> so he just kept, keep coming, he kept coming up anyway because he is a truly unique case in draft bust history. Finally, in the news, speaking of beefs, Panthers defensive end Mario Addison is mm. not happy, not happy with NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal over his uh, – Top eight defensive line rankings. The Panthers did not get mentioned by Greg. So before we give Greg the floor, let's give Mario the floor. You know, those guys were hard, man. I work hard. You know, um, for them to say we're not even top ten or top eight, you know, it's a slap in the face. Because look at it, man. I mean, our numbers speak for itself. You know, I don't know what what they have against, you know, Carolina, this and that. But our numbers speak for themselves, man. What more do you want a D-line to do? Damn, you slapped Mario Addison in the face. Uh, a slap in the face, Greg. He also called it a joke, and he was wondering what you had against Carolina. Maybe he saw your season preview video from a few years back <laughs> where you called them a disgrace. Oh, went, that's not true. Went, I'm always uh, very pro Panthers. I was leading the charge two. with West to make them the team of around the NFL. No one's written uh, more positive words about Cam Newton and the Panthers in general over the last five years. But this this story's had a surprisingly long life because he was tweeting about what a joke it was way back on May 24th. Panthers.com wrote an article not too happy about it, and the defensive lineup coach had had problems with it and they're still talking about it a couple weeks later well you're doing something right then. Well, that's what i kind of that's my takeaway so you're you're right more is- defensive line rankings because this thing's got some <laughs> yeah. so you you stand behind your list he did not open your eyes with any of his commentary which included listen we got two guys with 11 sacks julius peppers is on this line. i mean we are a great unit and you say no it was a top eight it was an exclusive club you know, they didn't make the honor. Not too exclusive. Eight is okay. pretty big. Uh, I, thought, I thought about them. It is a good-looking group on paper. Maybe I did underrate them. We'll, we'll have to see. This is, the, this is the reason why I stopped wanting to do rankings for NFL.com and NFL whatever properties we have here. Because every time you do a rankings column, people pay no attention to the analysis that you slaved over. 
the analysis that you wrote, and all they care about is what number is in front of their favorite team or their favorite group yeah. or their favorite this. Mm-hmm. That's what the money's for. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I there's I like, like the mo- there's no money that's worth it. <laughs> like you, I just I like it. I spent three days watching film, crafting these sentences, writing this, and all you care about is the little number. In bold next to the. Yeah, that's your problem. I don't put that much. Wes, work did in you there. get a lot of feedback <laughs> from the, the top uh, offenses in the NFL? Is that? Oh yeah, that, that got one? more feedback than anything I've done all year. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. People really care about ranks. It's time to sell out, bro. The off season. Come on. I don't, yeah. It's just, I don't. Selling out's great. My numbers no. are great right now. All these stupid lists I'm doing. <laughs> Post cancer, I just can't find the motivation. <laughs> Post, oh, really? I can't find the motivations for rankings that people are just going to yell about, and none of it means anything anyway. Whatever. I like that Dan's on top of his numbers. Tracking <laughs> right them now. closely. Hey, it's goal-setting <laughs> season Oh wow! Ooh. here at the NFL. Oh, God. Get ready. What do you think about goals in my, my number one goal in life is never have to write goals for a corporate entity again. I was going to say that if you hate <laughs> doing <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> Striking out right now. If you hate doing lists post cancer, I can't imagine what it's like to sit down and, and write out your corporate goals. To go no, it's oh like, my God, I I've never done that. No, they know you're a good employee. Why isn't that enough? That's fair, bro. I'm with you, bro. All right, that's what's happening in the news. Well, I wanna. I can't believe we just did that. No, uh, no, <laughs> make it stop. David Ely, uh, our you know, humble editor downstairs yep. had the idea that Mark Sessler should try to broker a truce because Mario Addison was on the trip with, uh, Ooh, with Mark overseas. Great call, maybe we there, we've got a lot of dead time coming up in the next few weeks, so yeah. maybe a little a little conversation with Mario. I, try to squash the. Beat. There's a goal right there. I believe Nico Grimes has dibs. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny you mentioned I. I was looking through an old article that the article that made uh, Miko Grimes upset oh, yeah. a year ago at this very time, and thinking, "Oh, what, what fond memories that." Were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was that was when I was pushing Greg to have Little Debbie drop like a diss oh, track, oh, yeah. push a T level uh, diss track. Yes. And Greg was just like, "No, I want this to go." I've away. never been so happy. To, I think it happened like the day I was going on vacation. I was like, it's perfect, the first time I've seen time. you physically scared. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of buzz. Lots <laughs> <laughs> the country. There's no winning. There's no winning that that battle. It no, like, you're right. It was like Drake trying to, you know, come back. No, he can't do it. He can't do it. Just he ended up That's in it. bad shape. Take the L. All right, here we go. It's time. Uh, back by somewhat popular demand, depending on who you ask. Oh, it's the wheel of destiny. I'm nervous. Where's the studio audience? Are they here? Hey. Oh, there they are. This. This music's the only thing I remember from it. You guys were you guys were like, should we listen to like old shows to prep? It's like prep is for losers. Are you calling me a loser? You literally sent me an email this morning and said I know you like to prep. Uh, there we Ooh. go. Well, that was for Ouch. news. That makes sense. What a snake. <laughs> you can't prep for a game. Welcome to Wheel of Destiny. Maybe okay. if Greg did more prep work, he'd fare better in this game. Mm. Now it's time to introduce our contestants. On the other side of the table, she's a Philadelphia native and a school teacher. Colleen, no, she's a broadcaster. Oh. Colleen Wolf. Hey, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to the show, Colleen. Returning champion. So excited. The returning champion. Ooh, really? (laughs) Which goes to Greg's point that nobody ever remembers anything about this game. (laughs) All right. Sitting to Colleen's right, 
is another former champion. He is a former mailman from Cincinnati, Ohio. Westside, Chris Wessling. Westside is right. Yeah. There's like a Berlin Wall between the East Side and West Side of Cincinnati. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Would you be kind of like the lace curtain on the lace curtain side of things? Like, what's the more hard scrabble side? Definitely the West Side is the yeah. more hard scrabble, blue collar. You know, the East Side is more like 49ers fans, the you white, white wine, cheese eating yeah. fans. It's for the audience. Yeah. For the audience. Context. But, I mean, he ate. What was your saying about you ate bricks for lunch or what? <laughs> <laughs> The best. Like, yeah, they would throw a brick out. My <laughs> favorite toy was a cinder block. Yeah, the, the seven <laughs> brothers would fight over it. Wasn't there a story about how, like, when your mom would come home with meat, sometimes you just throw it at the bottom of the stairs and you guys would, like, fight for it like dogs? That was Henry, the Wesleyan who didn't survive. <laughs> he was the meat. And finally, sitting to my right, yes, uh, he is um, often critical of this game, and it is uh, my duty uh, to gaslight him. Until <laughs> <laughs> the end of time He's Greg Rosenthal Where is he from? Oh, right. I should say that You know where Greg's from From the Vineyard oh. <laughs> 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 What's up Greg? Welcome West, back Western Massachusetts Proud. Western Mass, excuse me Represent Wilbraham Wilbraham, Mass's own Shout out to the turkey farms Apple farms Strawberry you trucks You know who yep. we're talking about all right, so there are three contestants. And uh, let me just say that uh, as your host, uh, I did do some research. Sometimes I found, especially in last year's edition of Wheel of Destiny, that there were some holes. Okay. Basic mm. holes in logic for the game. Rules that just seemed to be easily circumvented. Just issues with basic scoring. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, Are you saying that I, I shouldn't have won last year? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're fortunate. That you won. Mm. I believe it's pronounced Sursumfrent. Sursumfrent. Uh, so well, I tightened it up a little bit. So here are the rules. And if you're new to the show, um, uh, this will be helpful for you as well. Uh, we're going to go around the room a few times until we run out of time. Uh, when we do run out of time, you'll, you'll hear this. Oh. There you go. Okay. Uh, the, so we keep going until we hear that, and then we go to the final round. Correct answers are worth 300 points. Incorrect 300. answers. Incorrect. Are you doing the math? On One this? of the the stakes the stakes <laughs> being raised. Yes, the stakes being raised. Where I just made the I made the point higher uh, levels higher. <laughs> what does that matter? Three hundred points for a correct answer. Negative one hundred for an incorrect answer. Oh, attempt God. to steal. Anybody can attempt to steal any question, but keep in mind, incorrect answers on an attempt to steal worth double in the lost column. Negative two hundred. Who's keeping wow. track of this? We got a scoreboard. Wow. Score okay. Uh, I'm not judges. sure if I'm trusted. This is a major. I'm not sure if I'm trusted. This is uh, like the old, invention of the forward pass. Old 49 on the state-mandated <laughs> math test here to, to keep track of the score. It's 39. Um, so there you go. And the winner, of course, of the most points is your champion. So let's get to it. So um, now the difference in the game really is there is a consequence for attempting to steal. Yes. Okay. okay. Some minor uh, minor changes you, to the rules. To, to steal – can you, the person, you have to give them a chance to answer first. You can just steal any time you want. I will, the person will get the opportunity to answer when it's their turn. I will open the floor up. You have the opportunity to steal. You could choose to steal at that point or refrain. And then I will, let's say everyone refrains. Then I will say either correct or incorrect for the person going. And uh, we move on. Okay. And you got to Is there a the prize? What is what, 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 what's this? the wheel? 
The wheel is the wheel of destiny. You don't know. I We have questions that are going to be asked. I don't know which ones are going to be asked to each of the contestants. It's a beautiful wheel. It's Colorful. a wonderful Did you The make wheel this? chooses the questions you're saying. It does. Okay. Uh, it brings up a category, which Lindsay Fulton will announce. I will read the question associated with that category. Okay. okay. Felt like good information to All get right. out there. There you go. You ready, Greg? A lot of pressure on you this so year. So ready. <laughs> Start it up, Colleen. Oh, nice spin. Yeah. You were ready to roll. I was like, wait, what, what do I do? Been working out, muscles. Yeah. The category is should I stay or should I go? It's a beautiful Sunday in October, and you're walking the concourse of an NFL stadium 20 minutes prior to kickoff. On your way back from the restroom, a middle-aged heavyset man in a full in full body paint collapses at your feet. You quickly deduce that a piece of sausage has become lodged in his throat. The, the man is choking possibly to death. What do you do? A, quickly locate a stadium employee or EMT. B, continue walking or observe how the emergency plays out. C, <laughs> what? curl your index finger into a hook and forcefully scoop the lodged meat out of the man's throat. Note, the judges are looking for honesty before morality here. Colleen. Uh, but why isn't like the Heimlich... Uh, He's too large. This. He's too large. <laughs> He's too large. That's heavy set. That's... So you gotta you gotta go in. I gotta I gotta shove my hand down his throat. Yes. With a hook Hook, finger, index finger, hook. But that guarantees that it saves him. Maybe. I'll take my chances with my hook finger. You'll do it. You have no problem putting your hand inside the stranger's mouth. I mean, if he's dying, no. Let me look at you. (laughs) I just want to make sure you're telling the truth. But I will say that I would probably try some type of Heimlich maneuver first. He's a very large man. Then I'd go in with the hook. Uh, anybody want to jump in with a steal? I'm going to try to steal this one. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to locate an employee or an EMT who could handle it in a much better way you know, than I can or you can. I think that's the honest answer. That's what you're going to do. You're not sticking your finger in some guy's <laughs> mouth when he's 300 and something pounds. Uh, judges, uh, Colleen's answer is... Save the man. Incorrect. They're saying incorrect. Oh. West with the steal. It's correct. Yes. So find someone else to save the man. <laughs> Negative 100 for Connie. That's, <laughs> oh my that's a 300-point score. For I stand West. by my answer. All right. Mm. West, spin the wheel. Spin it like a crooked politician. <laughs> You're a good person, though, Colleen. I believed you what you said. Yeah. Just the wrong move. You're too little. You can't pick him up. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. The category is, this feels like a mistake. (laughs) The NFL sees the Cornhole Championships picking up steam on ESPN2 and decides it's time for a radical radical strategy to keep America hooked. On the first, effective immediately, on the first Monday of every February, every player in the league is released into free agency. The new start of the league year is now the first day of the NFL redraft. Imagine the logo. It's going to be a ratings bonanza, and you, Connie, have the first overall pick. Who's your choice and why? I mean, West. I was like, I'm up again? I West. <laughs> My first choice is Aaron Rodgers because he's the best player in the world. He's still in his prime. And one of the things that over gets overshadowed in sports is the performance art factor. He has the potential and the demonstrated ability to create a pure moment more than any player in the NFL. Panache, if you will. Pure. Purity. It's a pure moment. He's gonna make he's gonna make your he's gonna give you goosebumps 
several times per season. And to me, when you add up your Hall of Fame stats and all that, goosebump factor is the, is the most overlooked. Anybody so, want to steal? I'll, I'll try it's to steal. It's hard to argue with Aaron Rodgers. All right, Greg's going to attempt to steal. While, while uh, that makes a lot of sense, I'm thinking long term. You know, I'm thinking I want someone that's going to be around for a long time. I want to sell season tickets. I'm going to have a 10-year package for this new season mm. tickets coming up. And so I'm taking Jimmy Garoppolo because everyone's going to be wow. stunned. Everyone's going to be stunned that he ended up going first overall. He's got the look. People just people are going to be talking about it. It's bold, and it's going to last. We were we were due for someone in the NFL to start planning 10 years ahead of time in a league where people uh, get, he can play right people now. get he washed out of league years. after two years. He can years. play in 10 years. Aaron Rodgers turning 35. So, Jimmy Garoppolo, you, you got a feeling, much like Thank Big you. Mac had a feeling sure, about not? Christian Hackenberg once upon a time. Well, I've seen, I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo play in the NFL. All right, the the correct answer. Judges, does Chris Wessling have the right answer with Aaron Rodgers? Ah, that's the correct answer. Yeah, mm. that's a good one. It's negative 100 for Greg. <laughs> it's risky. Wait, that's negative 200 for an attempted steal. Oh, attempted steal! Oh! I and forgot Wes, about that. Wes doing great, up to 600 points already. Well, I, I, I really agreed with Wes, but I just hadn't spoken yet in this game. And you were talking about performance art. Yes. You can give me whatever <laughs> score you want. I'm more, I'm playing to the masses. I want to perform. I don't care Look at that. He's trying to <laughs> destroy to the game it. again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Greg Rosenthal, up to his old tricks. Sock him again. <laughs> And by the way, you could still uh, take part in the conversation, but it could be like after the points are rewarded. So you could uh, throw some, just something for the future. <laughs> now you know, Greg. All right, Greg, spin the wheel. Here we go. Oh, yeah. The category is Somebody's Got a Case of the Mondays. Oh, uh, yes. ESPN <laughs> is going with a complete reboot of their Monday Night Football brand in addition to a new announcing booth, RIP Shawnee Mack. They are mercifully retiring Hank Williams Jr. once and for all, putting an end to that mad decades-long farce. You get to decide which musical act will replace Williams with a new Monday Night Football-themed <laughs> song. Yes. Who's your pick and why? That's tough. I'm trying to think right it, this now. Is, this is a really tough one. Who, who's going to bring people together? Because I don't think you want you like an older person. I think right now you go Cardi B. The Cardi B is going to – is going to – everything she comes out with – every every song on that album is a banger, basically. Like, who has the highest percentage of bangers right now? I'm going to say Cardi B. It's going to appeal to the, the women, the kids, the men, everyone. I will challenge – do you have anything else to say? Add to that, Greg? That's it. Colin, I'd, I'd respect. Right, right, game, right. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the host. Does anyone want to challenge? <laughs> I would like to challenge. We have two Man. challenges. All right, Colleen first. Okay. What if it was Jay Z and Beyonce? It's timely. They're on. They're on the run tour right now, so it would make sense for next season to roll it out. And you know, you got you got Jay Z and Beyonce. They're very, very. Um, they're gonna say no, though. You don't want you don't want a, the PR disaster of them possibly. How do you know that? They're too big for Monday Night Football. You can go. You could go so many different directions though with Jay Z and Beyonce. I feel like they can span a lot of different genres. Direction could be no. Wes. I know you didn't expect me to come up with an answer here, and I'm not going to go Emmylou Harris, even though I'm tempted. <laughs> I know my judges too well. In America? But. We're going with a two-sport star here. 
We're going with an actor slash musician. Oh, no. Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino. So good. He's on top of the world right now. We get him. We're, we're sailing. We're flying, baby. This is America will play really well, I think. Yeah, I think he's, that's really the, the corporation and the entity that Childish Gambino wants to back right now. All right, here. Colleen, the judges on Colleen. Aww. Aww. Uh, Wes, judges. Oh. Wow. Flew too close to the sun. Judges on Greg. That's correct, Cardi wow. B. Okay. Wow. Uh, Greg was right on two parts. Cardi B, not only extremely popular and, you know, very prolific right now. Yeah. Everything she touches turns to gold. She also seems to cross the aisles. She connects with black America, white America. She's that type of artist right now. An artist America needs. And also, she'll probably say yes. Jay-Z and Beyonce? Maybe Sunday Night Football. Maybe. Monday Night Football? Can we take a minute here to get that ball back from the stands? That's Greg's first ever points in this game. Oh, my God. (laughs) Really? Thanks, Wes. I'm going to keep that. All right. So, Greg uh, gets up to 100. Congratulations. We'll check the score now as we end round one. Greg at 100 points. Wes at 400 points. I think I'm right. After round <laughs> one. And Connie Fox at, sitting at negative 300. Yeah. Not great. good, Colleen. You have to get into positive numbers to, to be able to participate in the finals. All right, here we go. This you don't is, want to pull a, Reg, do a Reggie Bush. Oof. You're finishing the negative. <laughs> well, All right. make a lot of money, though. Colleen, it's time again for you to spin the wheel. Okay, here we go. Ooh, powerful spin. A masculine spin. Is this about my hair? <laughs> I like that cut. I like it. And this category is secrets. Secrets are no fun. Secrets, secrets hurt someone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're in an NFL function of some kind. It's fairly intimate, and you strike up a conversation with a star NFL player who's definitely not Drew Brees. It was nice, a good story to tell friends and podcast listeners. Later in the night, you're stunned to see the same star player making a beeline for you. He's disheveled and proceeds to tell you something he says has been on his mind all night. Several years earlier, while driving his pickup truck on a desolate country road, he accidentally hit an individual that looked exactly like you. What? (laughs) A dead ringer. No pun intended. He made the fateful decision that night to keep driving. And now, in his obviously unsteady state, he appears to be using this chance encounter to let himself off the hook for a heinous misdeed. Obviously, it's not the case. You were not this person. You know that. He doesn't. This mystery man definitely isn't Drew Brees. Okay. Question, okay. <laughs> what do you do with this information? Why Why am I getting moral questions? <laughs> hey, that's how the wheel, the wheel spins. I don't have, like, there's no choices. This is just open-ended. What do you do? I want to know. The judges want to know. America wants well, to know what you do. I would probably um, walk right over to you guys because I'm sure you guys would be also at this NFL function and immediately ask you guys what I should do. <laughs> and I feel like this plays to uh, the host a little bit too, Dan. Wait, so you're saying that you would not take any ownership of the situation at that point. You would put 
a decision of this magnitude on someone else. So and and beyond that, you are basically admitting it's not even about morals. You're just trying to score points in a little frivolous game yeah. show here. Yeah, and I'm trying to bring other people into this problem now that is on my shoulders. So now it's our shoulders. So now we all will carry this burden together. It's kind of like I know what you did last summer exactly. type Exactly. <laughs> we know how that turned out. Yep. Okay, anybody want to jump in with a steal? I was going to, but my answer is too close to hers. Mm. Ooh. So my official, I, I will not attempt to steal. I'll, I'll try to steal. Go ahead, Greg. What I would do is I'd start talking to uh, Ian Rappaport, maybe Dan Hansis, insiders at the network. See, that's Look what for saying. a second source. Give it to the and NFL. Story give it to the open. NFL media. My insider. answer was, was literally, I would bring it to you. Well, but I'm looking at yeah. it from a news perspective. Bring I don't it care to about Dan this guy's and see moral. Two more sources. <laughs> I'm just saying this is a this is potentially a big story, and it's my responsibility to get a second, maybe a third source. Okay, so this is very <laughs> interesting for the judges. It's basically. Do you bring it to your friends and, and and from that angle and some friends that are hyper connected in the insider world like yours truly? <laughs> or do you just take a step back and try to remove yourself from it and just make it about it's a football story? It's a national story. It's a news story. That's Greg's Greg's path. Uh, judges, Colleen, does she have the right answer or the wrong answer? The oh. right answer. All right. Yeah, because look, we don't we don't even know. Maybe it isn't true. Maybe this uh, this person who's not Drew Brees is maybe he's drunk. Maybe he's just trying to like stir things up. Maybe he's just trying to who knows start a conversation. Right. I like that the heat things. on the heat on Drew Brees for this is so heavy that he can't wait, be wait, part it of is the not question. Drew Brees. No, I know that's why I said. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Not, the heat on him is oh, so oh, heavy okay. that he can't be a part of this question. It's not him. Yeah. It's definitely not. Drew Brees. All right, Colleen, a much-needed 300 points. So what happens with Greg there? Like, no points off, but also no points scored? No, he loses 200. Wow. He attempted a steal. Mm. <sighs> that feels a little dirty. You, uh, it's the danger of trying to steal. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I'm just trying to get airtime here. <laughs> All right, Wes, spin the wheel. You, can we save that I'm just trying to get airtime here drop for Greg yeah. next time he's on NFL Network? <laughs> Spin it like a Browns fan in denial. <laughs> and the category is, we need a ruling, bruh. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, here's my ruling. Never use bruh again. Bruh, you have been given the power to alter or eradicate any one provision in the NFL rulebook. What is your choice and why? Straightforward. Well, now that the catch rule is ostensibly fixed, we got to get rid of the rule that uh, fumbling out of the end zone goes to the other team. Oh yeah. We got to get rid of that rule. That's that's the most antiquated, brain dead rule in the NFL. What and what would you like to see happen? Uh, back to the twenty yard line for the team for the offense. So essentially, a twenty yard penalty. Don't replay the down. Loss of down. This feels like a very detailed answer you want you, from me. Well, what? You just want the rule book to be vague? You just said which rule, rule we change. I'm just telling you that's the rule. I want the new rule, Wes. Christopher. 20-yard line. Why? How could it be the right answer? If you lose it down. Lost it down. And 20 yards. Ball placed at the 20. Yes. Anybody want to steal? I like that rule. Yeah, that's a, that's a good West, one. The way Wes said it. I, I, hate, I hate the rule as it stands now. It's awful. 
Okay. Judges? It's correct. All right. Yeah. Also, also would have accepted the national anthem rule. Would have been accepted. Uh, would have been accepted. That's a good. That's what you were getting at. I, I, if somebody would have jumped in. Mm. Hmm. Judges seem, you know, particularly favorable on Wes yeah. today, coming off a tough part of his life. Just saying. <laughs> uh, They're only human, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, everybody. West need cancer. I think they're giving it up for Greg. Oh. Give it up for Greg. He's coming around, I feel like. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> they still hate him. Oh <laughs> All right, Wes. Uh, Greg, spin the wheel. All right. Oh, no. This is a good one. League, colon, 32? More like 30 boo. <laughs> All right, here we go. And um, I would refrain from editorializing, please, Lindsay, in the future. <laughs> Sorry about that. This is Dan's game. The NFL has decided it wants to experiment with 28 teams for one season. There's no public explanation given, and surprisingly, the public doesn't make a big deal about it. 345 <laughs> Park decides the cleanest amputation route is to lop off an entire division. Roger Goodell asks you to salad and gives you the news that it will be your job to decide which division gets temporarily eliminated. What's your choice and why? Oh, it's so easy. The AFC South. I mean, if, if you removed it and you didn't tell anyone outside of those cities, I'm, it's possible no one would even notice. Well, it's, it's amazing that NFL Network has already removed that division. Right, it's already. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a challenge. You're not, oh, wait, you didn't open it up yet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is that your answer? Yeah, I mean, I, I apologize to all the AFC South fans out there, but it's just the obvious answer. All right, I'm going to open the floor up. Anybody want to challenge? No challenge, but I would like to say the AFC East. What, what does that mean? You just want to throw, that. just want to throw it out there for you know conversation, just uh, <laughs> kicking it around. All right, fine, I'll challenge. You're gonna challenge. I'll it. challenge. I'll throw the AFC East out there because every year it seems like it's gonna be the Patriots, and it is the Patriots, and the other teams don't even have a shot. So why not just get rid of the AFC East? You just folded the host team. I know that was not a good move. <laughs> I know that's why I wasn't originally doing it, but then I was like, all right, I gotta have some onions here. So there we go. Okay, well, um, I was gonna be tr I was gonna try the NFC East, but then there would be no more televised football, so. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so the AFC East, Colleen, uh, the AFC South, Greg Rosenthal, judges, Colleen, AFC East. Oh. Mm. My parents are gonna kill you. <laughs> what was that from? Uh. <laughs> audience is great like you guys are group. great today <laughs> uh greg rosenthal says the afc south oh wow very good very good game. hey look jags and titans i find your team interesting i'm just saying if the nfl they had to get rid of one come on okay so there you go um we're gonna go one more time around uh going the other direction starting with greg rosenthal here we go. Spin it, Greg. 
lose a turn. No. (laughs) (laughs) What luck. Yeah, it's weird that the order uh, pivoted there. (laughs) Dan's having way too much fun with this game. He loves it. You always step on that landmine, Greg. (laughs) Sorry, Greg. All right. um, If there's a rake in the yard, Greg will step on it. Okay. To Wes. I haven't seen Dan this happy in since like week 16 of 2015. <laughs> it's been a long time. Spin it like Julia Andrews before the wheels oh. come alive. Oh, good bit. <laughs> but we're out of time. we got to go straight to the finals oh. and see where we are. Colleen, uh, you had 100 points in round two. Negative, so you're at negative 200. Hey, not bad. But actually. you know what? I just got to say, um, you've been a good sport today. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you 500 points to get you into <laughs> the final. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's like when they give people on Jeopardy house money to bet with. Mm. All right, Wes, you are having a great round. 300, 600, 400, 700 points going into the finals. That's and, some interesting math, but yes, uh, you got the right answer. And uh, Greg Rosenthal, 100, uh, 200 points going into Final Jeopardy, and because Greg, you are a good guy, I'm going to give you 100 point, 150 points, 160 <laughs> points. Stakes have really been raised. Wait, but 360 Wes points isn't getting any points from you. Nope, and <laughs> he's getting a little too much post-cancer pop, so I'm going to keep Wes at 700. And uh, here we go. Now, final, the final round. <laughs> yeah, year. Greg. Dan's passing out no cards. So that it's possible someone could pass you. Yeah. Are we supposed to write on this? I don't have a pen. All right. Um, yeah. Write down how much you can. Who? How much you're going to wager? You could wager up to okay. all of your. I mean, I don't have a pen either, but uh, what, I'm okay. wait. I'm putting it all down there. Where am I again? How many points do I have? Or you're 300. Right okay. Now. Oh, perfect. Can I borrow that pencil? Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. The final question. Who decides the winner of Wheel of Destiny? The drama is... You could cut the drama. Yeah, with a knife. With a knife. (laughs) All right, borrowing a conceit from Bill Simmons' book of basketball. Aliens have come to Earth. They want to harvest our planet. But they are strangely diplomatic about things, so they honor mankind's wishes to enter into peace talks. Mm. Ultimately, a deal is struck. A five-on-five flag football game with Earth at stake. The aliens are freakishly rangy Kevin Durant-like athletes, but we know nothing else about their abilities. Who are the five players you'll turn to to save mankind? Wait, it, but it's a football game, right? It's a flag, flag football game. Flag football. Yep. Are we writing right. down? You're writing your five down. Can you repeat that again? Yes. Aliens have come to Earth. It's been decided... Earth will be decided by a five-on-five flag football game. The five aliens are rangy Kevin Durant-type athletes. We don't know if they could ball, but we know that they are physically impressive. You need to come up with five football players to defeat the Durant aliens to save humanity. They are writing. Colleen thinking. Overthinking, overthinking. I think she seems confident. Wes, I saw him scribbling immediately. Greg seems to be in thought as well. Oh, I just saw him cross out a name. Very interesting. You got 10 more seconds. 
feel good about this. Feel good about my answers. Wish I wagered more money. Or points, whatever, whatever this is. You had more points. So we, three hundred sandwiches would be cool. Oh, that's bad. They're now sandwiches, <laughs> not points. All right, put down your pens. Colleen, I mean uh, Wes, as the leader, entering the final round, you will get to answer first. Let's see what you got. Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, Gronk. J.J. Watt mm. and Saquon Barkley. Mm. I thought Raycon Swift would get there after Wednesday show or Monday show. <laughs> Saving him until he reveals Raycon. himself. So OBJ, Julio Jones, Julio, Gronk, Gronk, J.J. Watt, Watt, Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Is this game soon? Because you know, not a healthy group. Or same. Shade. Shade. <laughs> I stand by my selections. All right. Second place entering the final round is Greg Rosenthal with exactly 360 points. Okay. <laughs> or sandwiches. What do you have, Greg? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Le'Veon Bell. Lev. Okay. Julio Jones. Interesting. Antonio Brown. What if Julio Jones uh, held out for the game? <laughs> well, <laughs> we're all done. All right. Antonio Brown and? Patrick Peterson. Pat Pete. Mm. Those aliens aren't. They're not completing any passes on Pat Pete. Connie okay. Fox. I went with Brady, Antonio Brown, Aaron Donald, Lev Bell, and Gronk. Mm. Solid team. Solid. Now, I really thought about what skills are going to be useful in a five-on-five type of game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's different than regular football. Let's see. Very interesting. Uh, Each of you had one defender and four offensive players. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. From a quarterback perspective, Wes does not have a quarterback. That's all right. I got Beckham. Very interesting. You can't hide your quarterback on defense in a flag football game against five Kevin Durant's. Interesting. True. That is true. Says, says, um, you know, the owner of a team with Tom Brady. So that could be definitely Brady. Could, I think Aaron Rodgers could play a little defense. Put him up against that worst alien. He's going to be fine. You get a concussion on Aaron, the first play of the Aaron game. Aaron Donald can handle any defense. All right, Greg. Greg with Aaron Rodgers. Brady's out there trying to catch passes like he was in the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good point, good point. Uh, Aaron Rodgers for Greg, a quarterback like that. And Colleen went with Tom Brady. Aaron Donald, big freak. Is he, is he a good matchup against a Durant-like alien? I don't know about that. Maybe. I don't know that pass rush is all that important in a flag football game. That's what I was thinking. Well, he's a, he's an athletic dude. You don't know yeah. what these aliens are going to be That's, bringing to the you table. You also got to count to five alligator before you can rush. <laughs> 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 all right, this is, a, this is the hardest decision the, the judges have ever had to make on Wheel of Destiny. What's it going to be? Wes, no quarterback. Head is I don't want a quarterback. No quarterback. No quarterback. This is not the NFL. This is flag football versus aliens. You're going to go with correct. The whole audience. paradigm has shifted. Be good to advance the ball, though, through the air. Yeah, I got Saquon Barkley. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's a lot of wide receivers without anyone to throw it to. The correct answer. 
Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Gronk. Oof. The correct answer is Chris Wessling's team. Well played, good game. Uh, I'm just curious what you guys wagered. Let the record show. Wes bet it all. 1400. Then it was 1400. What did you wager, Greg? All 360. All 360. 300. You guys are all warriors. Yep. There were literally zero consequences <laughs> for not wagering at That's all. That's right. For wagering at all. Congratulations, Chris Wessling, once again the champion, the champion of Wheel of Destiny. You did it. I do want to thank the crowd for their support today, for recognizing no one is taking Wessling's little flag football team over mine in reality. It's just, oh, just a rigged, it's a rigged game. Such a sore loser. It's a, hallmark, it's a little Hallmark Channel story over you here. You put Le'Veon Bell on your flag football team? You, you stopping him? No one can touch him I'd in rather, actual football. Against aliens built like Kevin Durant. Give me the, give me the workout warrior, Saquon Barkley, who's going to be faster, stronger. Jumps higher. NFL players can't touch him. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be hungry? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, that's it do we have? for another episode of Wheel of Destiny. I want to thank everybody uh, for joining us and watching along at home. Congratulations again uh, to Chris Wessling, his second victory in three years. And we'll see you again next year. And we'll also see you on Friday. Till then. <laughs> You're really good at this. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.